Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. I know we haven't done one of these in a while, but it's been a very jam-packed semester. Uh, But we are excited to share uh, some stories about campus and about students and share some things that we are learning. So, yeah, thanks for tuning in. All right, Chris. So how is the family as you yawn? <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, family's great. Uh, Lydia, our plenty youngest. Plenty of rest, obviously. Yeah, it's plenty of rest. <laughs> I did get COVID like a month ago, a month and a half ago. And ever since, I've been so tired. Sorry about giving that to you. Yeah, that's right. You I, did, yeah, you always, you. I don't think about that anymore. Um, I feel so really, you are, really bad about yes. that. Yes. And the from your guilt. Yeah, resolve from your sin. Yeah, anyways, Lydia turned one. The 14th, uh, that was pretty emotional at our household. Um, I think we had the realization, too, that we're having no more babies. So that's good. Mm. It's a celebration mm. um, and a grieving process um, at the same time. And Elliot is two. He's still full of energy. He's very curious. He's always, what are you doing? What's this? What's this? What's that? You just answer him five times in a row. Sometimes I play the game of like, who's going to break first? (laughs) He'll keep asking what's this, and I'll keep answering the same thing. Um, But he always wins because he's a two-year-old. Yeah, Megan's doing well. She's doing great with her counseling career. I think she's still trying to balance what it looks like to be a working mom and um, be present at the house as well because she's kind of part-time. I don't know. She's part-time, full-time. It's confusing. Um, Yeah, we're all... We're all still alive, doing well. How are you doing? We're doing good, yeah. Um, Lucas is in preschool a couple of days a week out of the... Uh, yeah, a couple of days a week. Um, and he's crushing it. He has not cried at all going into school, which is amazing. And we live uh, in our neighborhood. The director is like a few streets down from us. So we've seen her before. So she's a recognizable face. But uh, yeah, he the loves... inside scoop. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he loves going to school, um, making friends, and we get we get pictures every now and then of him on a tricycle or painting or eating. So yeah, those are great updates to get to. Um, but yeah, he's doing he's doing really good. Liam, yeah, he turned one in June, so he's he's growing so fast, and I I always forget how fast Lucas grew when he was that age. But Liam is like every day, like oh you. There's a reason why you slept for 13 hours. Yeah. It's because you were doing so much yes. growing, which is it's yes. just so crazy. Yeah. Um, he's starting to, he's really starting to figure out some words. So like we can tell him like where the trash can is. So he'll throw like his banana peel in the trash. Uh, he'll like want go to his room when it's time to change his diaper. So he'll say diaper. That's funny. It's like, yeah, go to his room. So yeah, the boys are doing really, really good. Um, Lucas did bring back a little cold from from school for the first time so that was kind of sad but we got over it pretty quick um yeah home life is is really good Lauren's doing well um being a full-time stay-at-home mom is not easy um but it is it's something that we're trying to enjoy <laughs> uh for the short amount of time that we have the kids at home so yeah we're trying to find the the good the good times in the middle of the, of the really hard times too So today marks the beginning of the six-week 
sixth week of classes on campus. Uh, it's been crazy. We've met a ton of students, yeah. uh, but we do want to give everyone kind of a quick timeline of what's actually happened. And I know that you know pretty much everybody knows that we're just trying to meet as many students as possible during the first two weeks and the first month. And so we're kind of out of that. But Chris, what yeah, what have we been up to? So the first, really the first two weeks are all about let's get as many numbers and contacts as possible. Uh, we know the first two weeks people are the most eager to want to get involved. Um, we met a ton of people um, just through a sign that signaled that we're Christians. We had a sign that said like religion over relationship. Lots, we had lots of numbers. Um, I think the first like two days or a couple of days, I think we had close to 50 numbers. Um, literally seven people replied back to us. Yeah. Out of 50-ish, like seven people responded yeah. to our text. And I think we always have to remind ourselves beginning of the year, okay, like the the response rate is so low. Yeah. So don't get super encouraged yeah. by meeting these new people. Yeah. I mean, um, but it shouldn't surprise us because it's it always the same thing. But it always does surprise me. <laughs> yeah. I always get so disappointed because we always have like a great, meaningful conversation with a student. Oh, let me get your number. Yeah. Nothing back. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the first two weeks was really getting these numbers and having a follow-up. Um, and I think as we're doing that, we are also asking the question, like, what, who are the students we're speaking to the most? And I think yeah. at the end of the day, the people coming up to us are the more untraditional Christian students. Mm-hmm. So students mm-hmm. who were mostly... They really relate with their, they've experienced some sort of hurt from the church or they're like questioning what they actually believe in. So we want to provide the space to like, um, for those people, we want to provide the space. Hey, like what, what is Christianity all about? Like the safe space to like doubt and question. Yeah. And we can, hey, like, like, yeah, pursue that, pursue doubt, see where it gets you. Um, but at the same time, we also provide a space for students that actually want to establish up. Like, hey, these are the tools. Like we want to see you use to like lead your friends to Jesus. Um, at the end of the day, um, yeah, we met a lot of new people. More, more people on through Instagram than we had before. Yeah, which is three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but we, well, had, we had, well, well, we had a, a lot yeah, more yeah, followers. Yes. it's actually led to yes. us getting three yeah. in person. So probably close meetings. to twenty new followers through yeah. Instagram. Twenty twenty five maybe. For for Chris and Tyler, yes. so much. Yes, that's so much. Yes, because yes. we are just not good yeah. at. At least I'm not. I'm not good. Yeah, at the, I mean the return yeah. rate of Instagram follows versus um, phone number swaps. Yeah, it's much better. Much better. So much better ratio. Yeah, but yeah, and that, that, and that a, was and that was our, our was our plan, yes. right? At the beginning, before yes. before the semester began, yeah. right? Let's actually give it a, a good old fashioned college try, yes, right, and yes. see what actually happens. Yeah, and I think an important paradigm shift that happened to us was in Instagram or any social media that we do. That is not the end. That's not the goal. That's right. Just to do it, yes. right? It's it's just another tool that yes. we use. To meet new students. Yes. How can we get, have a face-to-face meeting right. with a student? Yeah. Yeah. So it makes it feel um, there's less pressure to yes. like make sure that it's perfect yes. or whatever. It's yes. just another tool that we yeah. can use in our tool belt to meet new students. So that was a good, I feel like a really healthy yeah. paradigm shift for us. Yeah, we're always trying to figure out how many, like get as many on-ramps as possible to meet new students. So it's we try to do that through social media, um, 
setting up a sign, but then also have, like advertising a lunch space for people yeah. to come in. Um, yeah, even even I think we forget that even if people don't come up to us at the sign, people will see our sign because we had someone reach out to us yeah. later on. They never came up to us, but they said, "Hey, I saw your sign from a distance, and like I followed you on Instagram." Yeah, um, yeah. So it's the first two weeks. People are really genuinely looking for things they are interested in. They are, but what kind of what we put out there is so different. Yes. It's hard to really know, okay, what am I yes. stepping into? Yeah. So it's that long-term presence for us that really does make the difference. Yes. It's making sure that we are on campus, even with our sign, you know, every week and all the VR signs that we put out. Those are really still important things yes. that the fruit, we might not see the fruit immediately, right. but in the long term, it really does make a difference. Yeah. 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 And so one of the new things we did do was our lunch. Mm-hmm. So all the people that we met the first week of class, the next week we just said, hey, we're all going to get together, meet each other, yes. eat lunch, just if you want to stop by for five minutes or we'll be there for two hours, right, in the yeah. union. Um, and then a really cool story happened out of that Yeah. with one of our students, yeah. Should we tell a story now? I, or think, I think so, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so, okay, again, to all our, like, the six of you listening to this, um, because we don't have a gathering, you don't have this big meeting place, it's hard to meet people. And the first question to ask is like, when do you meet? Right. Well, we don't. We, well, we meet with you and have these groups, but these groups are mostly focused on like their own community. Right. So it's just hard to invite these people into the space. Um, but during this, that's why we had a lunch so people can just come and meet other people. And a student... Um, Use their real name? No? No. Okay. Uh, Mary. Good one. <laughs> Mary is a student we met about two years ago. Uh, she, we've been discipling her. Uh, she came to this lunch. And I don't think it was her intent to start discipling people from this lunch. I don't think so either. Um, but she met two new freshman girls. And she kind of hit it off. And without us asking or prompting, she got their numbers. And she started hanging out with them. And um, like... Long story short, she was like, basically saying, "What if I disciple them?" Mm-hmm. Well, I think we were like, "Hey, I think you're just. Are you going to disciple these people, Mary?" <laughs> and she was like, "I think I can." We're like, great, like go yeah. for it. Um, so through this lunch, because we've always had to um, not go around, but like it's a problem for two guys in their thirties to meet with like eighteen-year-old girls. Yes. Um, it's a problem it's because prefer- it's, not yeah, it's not preferred. It's not yeah. preferred. It's just like there's this the disconnect, right? So it was great yeah. that um, Mary was able to like, yes, I would love to take these girls on, and and she's done a wonderful job. And just like her willingness to do it is there. She still has so much hesitancy though mm-hmm. to see herself as a spiritual leader. Mm-hmm. So most of the time we meet with her, it's reminding her, like Mary, it's okay, like. Like you are equipped by the spirit, you're empowered by the spirit. Like we trust your judgment. You don't know enough heresy to just to give them heresy. Yeah, it's like one of her real, real, yes. real fears. It's yes. like, what if I say something wrong? Yes, and then they become no longer Christians. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's your fault. No, you're yes. not gonna do that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but most of the time it's just, and I think she also has a hard time feeling pushy mm-hmm. about Christian things when we literally have to tell her. They are coming to you because they want to learn what it means to be a disciple. Those are their words. Yes. Because we asked her, we asked Mary, like, what have they told you, like, why they want to do this? And they're like, we want to learn how to do what you're doing. Yeah. But she's been so scared because it's just a new 
she's a fairly new Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is just a brand new experience for her. So just walking alongside of her and modeling with her. Like, a lot of what we do is like, hey, remember when we did this with you? We're just asking you to do that with them. Yep. And that, that, I think, gives her a little light bulb moment. Yeah. So that was that, really cool yeah. to see. It was really cool because I think it took her being in that environment at that lunch to see the potential. Yeah, yes. Right? Because yes. it could have easily just been, okay, Chris and Tyler are going to get their numbers. Yeah. And they're going to start wherever they start. But she was like, oh, no, this seems pretty easy yeah. to do yeah. just to meet new people and get their numbers and ask them to hang out yeah. and see what they want. Yeah, I think that was... I think there was a light bulb for us. Mm-hmm. I think a light bulb for Mary, right? That's yeah, right. yeah, that's her name right now. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, so that, that that lunch already very fruitful, and um, with this student, I think another hesitancy is um, well, I don't think that I am far along enough. Yes. To disciple these yes. girls, there is some merit in that, right? Yes. You don't want to just. Um, Assume that you know what you're talking about. Talking yeah. about when you're, you know, yeah. a three-year-old Christian, right? Yes. But at the same time, like we are all equipped and empowered, empowered with and by the Holy Spirit. Yeah. We're not asking you to be light years ahead, just yeah. like maybe one step ahead. Yeah. Right. And again, like Mary, you've been hanging out with us. You've been learning about what it means to disciple. You have the tools already. Yeah. You just have to know how to use the tools. You don't have to be a perfectionist. Yeah. You don't have to be like a master discipler right now this is do you actually care about these girls and want to see them learn about their relationship with god and grow with him that's it so yeah i think it's a lot of those paradigm shifts that we're making now i think that's kind of a theme for us as well is repeating the thing we can never repeat these things yes yes because yeah we've been hanging out with her for two years now and we're still repeating things and that's not a problem yeah i think for us we had to um Really think about where is the disconnect with these students that we've, we've been meeting with for two years. Yes. And they, even though we tell them all the time, you don't have to do this stuff, you're still safe. Yes. Right? You're still safe. But from our end, what is the disconnect? Right. And I think one step that we're realizing is we just can't repeat. Yes. This Le- stuff yeah. Enough, vision right? in itself is leaky. So we always yeah. have to like highlight it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it's also... I don't think people understand that people are not people are not discipling or leading other spiritual spiritually, and it's not an, a lack of information. Yeah, like churches do a really good job, and ministries do a really good job in like information, but it's like how do you organize this information in your head to say what is simple enough to be reproducible? that they need to hear like what are the building blocks right yeah. there isn't one way to do it right but what is a way to do it because yes. if you were to take your average christian in america that's like actually you know devoted to church right goes to church consistently has a good relationship with god um have, do you have you been discipled and are you discipling someone else they're gonna say no and it's not because of the information lack of information it's like they have not been modeled it yeah. modeled how to disciple well yeah um, and all we're trying to do is like hey it's you don't need more information you have yeah. that's not what it's about right but it's about this willingness to like love others well wherever they're at and just kind of repeat truths that you already have experienced yeah and that's that's all it is so that's good yeah and we've also been working with the new valor yes leader that just fell in our lap honestly <laughs> yes it did um 
Yeah, I guess I'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pointing to you. Point to me. Um, okay, where to begin? Yeah, so let's go all the way back. Yeah, right? yeah We'll yeah. shout out Chris Sweeney. Chris Sweeney, if you're listening to this, we love you so much. Uh, and congrats, Sweeney, on your new... Uh, Hawaii vacation. Ho- Hawaii <laughs> vacation. Chris Sweeney, who graduated, I don't know, like... I have no idea. Tried two years ago, is in the Air Force. He's been training to be a pilot, and now he is moving to Hawaii yeah. to be a pilot in the Air Force. Congrats, Sweeney. Shout out to you. Um, but three years ago, Chris was leading this Air Force ROTC uh, discipleship group. We started working with him. He um, was graduating, and so he introduced us to the next president. Shout out uh, Carson LeBeau, who's about to graduate and go to training as well. Um, and then, so he's graduating this December, and so we met the next leader of Valor. Um, the student basically just came up to us and said, hey, I'm doing this. If you guys want to help me, that'd be great. You don't have to. And of course, we're going to say, absolutely, we want want to help you for sure. Um, And so it's been great getting to know him. He is extremely driven and is really, really invested to see Valor be a place for really, it's, it's not just for people in ROTC, but it is for people in yes. ROTC. Yes. Um, because he wants to have conversations with his classmates about what does it look like to be a Christian um, in the Air Force, whether yes. it be a Christian that is considering like going into war. Yeah. Right. So those are very, very specific. Speci- very specific. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that, and the stuff yes. that we have, I yes. don't, never thought about that. None of our students are saying, can I still be a Christian and kill someone? Right. Yeah, those are like really yes. heavy. No one should be killing yeah. anyone yeah. in our ministry. And yes. so he's also connected to, so Valor is a larger international organization ran through crew. Yes. And so there's <clears throat> other people in the country that he's reached out to yeah. to help him with that kind of stuff. But they're not in Charlotte. They're not in Charlotte. So yeah, yes. we, we're really the only ones on campus that are helping him face to face. And so it's been, yeah, like I said, great to get to know him and kind of help him formulate um, what does what does success really look like for you yes. as you're the president of this group, and what happens when you leave? Yeah. So those kinds of conversations yeah. are great to have. Yes. Yeah. Because uh, this is something I guess we can get into it now, if you want to. Let's do it. Um, I don't know what we're getting into. But Let's because he's another great example of he's only doing what's been modeled to him. Yeah. And what's been modeled to him is a Bible study or a gathering, right? Um, and he, we, we asked him, like, do you want to have, like, how big do you want this to get? And he's like, well, yeah, I would love to be big. He's like, okay, but then if it's so big, like, how are you going to disciple people? Like, I don't know how to do that. Right. So the goal isn't to have this gathering where you are the person teaching. Right. He doesn't want that. Um, but it's also more than just a Bible study, a transformation of information, where, like, three people are just, like, talking and flexing their Bible knowledge on each yeah. other. Right. Um, Nothing wrong with the Bible study. Nothing wrong with the Bible study, <laughs> but I think it's incomplete. The Bible study by itself is just incomplete. Itself. Sorry. Um, yes, please study your Bible. But um, but he is doesn't understand um, a discipleship like like um, what's the word like paradigm, mm-hmm. right? So for us, it's saying if so. The first meeting, fifteen people showed up, yeah. right? For us, it's hey, like don't think of it as fifteen people came to your program, mm-hmm. but there are fifteen people here who God has gifted you as an opportunity for discipleship. Yeah. Can you disciple 15 people? No. Right. No student should be able to disciple 15. Yeah. So how can you put in a position to help disciple these 15 people? Well, who are the two or three 
in valor that you can start pouring into discipling and those people will turn around and pour the two yeah. or three that's right so that's the no one's ever taught him that because that doesn't really exist um what they've been taught is like how could i run this excellent program yeah right event yeah called valor instead of like this opportunity to disciple um but so it's been like again like i think that's something that we are helping show students like it's a different way than you what you've been taught but we can't blame you when you don't understand what we're talking about right. because it's so new yeah and it's so simple that's one of the hardest things i think we've experienced this semester is like we surely you understand yes. what we're talking yes. about from these we say it every single time we hang out <laughs> yeah yes. yeah but again yeah they have not been modeled but also like they're so young yes right and they have only known one thing yeah. and for us we eat and breathe and drink and yeah. sleep this stuff so it's easy for us to understand these yeah. concepts are not concepts anymore yes. it's real life but for everybody yeah. else these are just concepts yeah. um and so that's kind of been the frustrating thing is like oh, just get it yeah. surely yeah. you just understand this massive paradigm yeah. shift already right yes. when it also yes. took us yeah. how long oh, did it like take like us to, years yeah. <laughs> right yes yeah and so there's a lot of um on our end, there's a lot of frustration, but also like grace that like, okay, we don't, it's not really on us to always get this communication across, right? Because yeah. they are who they are. Yeah. But then also for the student, like, hey, you don't have to understand everything to do something. Yeah. It's with it's with this guy and with the girl that's leading those two girls. It's you are already successful yeah. if you're answering God's call. Yes. You're already obedient. Everything else is just a fruit, right? It's yep. a cherry on top. You are already doing what God has asked you to do, which is just to walk alongside with Him as He's pointing out things in, in, in your life that you can that you can start working on. Yeah. So you're already successful. Yes. So fail, failure really isn't part of the conversation yeah. anymore. You're not going to do it perfectly. Yes. But man, you're already doing it. Yes. And I think that's such, it's a light yoke, right? It's easy to understand too. And yeah, there's just so much... Um, it's hard. Less pressure, right? it's, it's hard because then the pressure is trusting God. Oh yeah. Right. That's Forgot the hard that. part. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the that's the hard part where you actually have like if God is real and God is, says who he says he is, then like I can trust him with these things versus me taking it on myself. Yeah. Which is what we all try right, to yeah, do all the time. Be, it would be much easier yes. just to do a program. Yes. Right? Or just get the booklet. Yeah. Right? Which is not a bad thing, but just yes. we're just gonna go through this. Instead of actually taking the yes. time to be still, listen, yeah. and ask God, where is he working already? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and those two stories are probably, yeah, some of the, the best stories that we have. From yeah. The I mean, we so. have, we, are there, what, what time, how much time do we have? Left? How long have we been doing like, this? 23, 23 okay. minutes. Okay. One more, one more story? Yeah, talk more as stories? long as okay. we want. It's our podcast. Well, it's just, yeah. I think another story is this other girl we've talked about before who knows what her code name is <laughs> we've mentioned, we mentioned her before yeah, yeah. um but i think she's the again like trying to lead her group of friends well yeah. and it's been really cool to walk alongside of her doing that because she is able to be connected to like um a whole group of people like her roommates and her roommates boyfriends were part of this club baseball and there's just like man it's gotta be like 10 of them yeah in this like this friendship group and she has she really wants to like her and her other roommates who she introduced us to her roommate like want to do this um well and again it's just so cool to see like 
what we're the reason why we do what we're doing is because all those people would never have been involved in a church or a campus ministry because of her she opened up this door right and because of her like she's able to have these like conversations because she even asked us like i can't do what you guys did with me because you guys like grilled me on all these things. You must have grill all my friends on like what what is a Christian? What's the point of Christianity? Right. We're like, no. The difference is that like you came to us with all these questions and we kind of just like asked you questions back. Yeah. Um, what you can do though is like have just an honest conversation with them as a friend, right? Because right? everything we're trying to do is like, how is it very realistic and authentic outside the context of like a Christian event, mm-hmm. right? So like in your dorm room. Like, just have the conversation of, like, what do you actually believe in? What do you think is the reason for Christianity? What's the purpose of it? Well, this is what I believe, right? And then show good news in that. So I think she's doing that well. And um, she's also hesitant. Not hesitant, but it's scary for her. It's scary. Um, But but it's like we've already met a lot of her friends, too. And it's really cool to see that door opening. Yeah, and just to know that, I mean, the first time we met her was at the beginning of last spring semester. Yeah. So like January, February. Yeah. Um, and at that point in time, I don't think she knew if she was a Christian or not. Yes. Right? Yes. And so it's taken, yeah, a lot of deep conversations to get to this point where she feels 1% comfortable yeah. enough with considering like being yeah. a leader in her friend group. Yeah. Which is, I mean, yeah, it's just a massive change. And Yeah, so... What something else we've learned is the people we are working with the most are not freshmen looking for Christian community. Um, it's people who are trying to really figure out what is Christianity, mm-hmm. and then also like we as we're doing that, we're also giving them like real challenges of like, hey, like we believe you can what you've experienced, like you can share with other people if you want to, and they say yes, I want to do that. Yeah. Um, we believe in community. I think we want we there is community impact, yep. but it's very um, it's with specific groups of friends because yep. like we don't have a catch-all. Yep. Um, but we do. We've been talking to other campus ministries on campus. We've tried. We've I feel like we've done a really good job in like building this relationship. Yep. Um, we just I think we're using the word like an ecosystem, mm-hmm. right? So what we do are what we focus on is. Um, these people who are like don't want to go to church anymore or burnt up by the church, um, we just kind of meet them on the, in the streets of UC Charlotte. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then there's other people that have this community aspect, have this like this church life um, that we point to. Our students mm-hmm. are like, hey, hey, you have like this one guy we just met. He has a charismatic background, and we know a charismatic. Um, campus um, ministry and we're like hey why don't you just go to hang out with this guy they yeah. they have a community yeah. so I think it's good to have be in a relationship with all these campus ministries and develop this ecosystem yep. for UNC Charlotte versus yes. just staying in our own lane and yes. having no idea what else happens yes. that's been really cool to see yeah yeah we don't have to do everything yes for us to be valuable yes. on campus yes we can just stick to what we believe God has gifted us with and that is good right yeah. instead of thinking well it's got to look like this. We've got to provide all these things. We're like, we're not passionate about it. We're really not good at it yes. either. But there are other people on campus yeah. that are great at it. Yeah. So let's, can, how, yeah, how do we, like you said, how can we create this ecosystem that is not just an ecosystem just because you call it an ecosystem, but where is the real relationship, yeah. the real partnership, yeah. right? And I think it's this, I guess you could say sharing of students 
right? Yeah, loosely. Uh, loo- yeah, loosely. Yeah. yeah, but it's like, um, I mean, it really comes from like, we are not trying to be territorial. And we really, the student spiritual life is at our best interest, right? That's yes. what we're most interested in. That's right, that's in, right. Right? Yes. So if this person yes. would be a better fit here because they connect better here and not with us, that's fine. That's yeah. a good thing. That's a great thing. Because the reality is there's 30,000-ish students at UC Charlotte. And I think we calculated, estimated, maybe 350 people, 350 students involved in all the Christian campus ministries. That wasn't a very scientific. Yeah, that reason. was just asking like these yeah. other students and like ministers, like, how many people <laughs> yeah. are, are part of your ministry? We yeah. kind of piece together. Yeah, it's less than 500 for sure. Yeah, across all campus ministries, that's yeah. nothing. That's nothing. So we just want to develop this ecosystem. Yeah. have stuck it out this far uh, in the podcast thank you so much for listening uh, and thank you to our supporters for prayerfully and financially supporting us it means the world to us and we could not bring you these stories of campus without um, your support thank you so much um, and if you are interested in these stories anymore if you if you listen to us talk about it You're like, oh, I wonder if I could do that or I'm more interested in the tools that these guys use or just want to sit down and ask more questions, please reach out to us. We would love to do that. Uh, We do believe that what we do on campus uh, can, will, and is translating into the real world after students do graduate. And we would love to talk more about it. So please reach out to us. If you don't have our number, then that's a problem. That's on us. I apologize. Uh, Find a way to get in touch with us.